Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. The weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, lore, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. What's up, everybody? Project Itachi here. Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. And boy... We have this is this is a topic that just could not be avoided because this has honestly been happening since last year and now it's rolling into 2023 and it's getting more and more ridiculous. Um, so we're, we're going to be talking about the layoffs that's been happening in the tech industry and it's getting ridiculous. It's it's really, really, really bad. Um, but before we get into that, I want to say thank you, everybody who's a Patreon supporting the show. And everyone who's visited our live streams, we really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. And if you guys love the show and you want to support it, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash OSN media. You can catch all these episodes early, ad free, and you get exclusive promo codes to use in our store for life, like free shipping or permanent discount code. Definitely worth it. So go check it out. And speaking of the store, go visit the ggshop.com. Grab yourself some podcast merch or some anime merch. We got a whole bunch of stuff in there that you guys are going to love. So make sure and go check it out. It really helps out the show. So thank you. Now, Microsoft has been on, on, on our topic list almost every week at some point this month. And once again, they do not fail to make it on the show. They just did huge layoff of 10,000 10,000 but here's the thing like they took the the limelight for for this one right but they're not the only one they're not the only one it's almost like google said really 10,000 hold my coffee we're going to lay off 12,000 so now google has laid off 12,000. Microsoft has laid off about 10,000. Twitter, I believe, laid off about 3,000. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter is, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm not, I, I can't put Twitter in the same category because so many bad decisions have been made with Twitter that <clears throat> it's, it's, it's a lot more than just like trying to cut costs with them. It's so much more than that. It's, it's really, it's like Elon was like, he bought Twitter and he's like, okay, let's delete it. Yeah. To be fair. I have said in the past that, that if I was Tony Stark rich, there's 
a few companies that I would buy in full. I'd purchase every stock, fully own it, and then delete them. Walmart, all of social media. Oh, no. And probably Microsoft because it's for the best. Yeah, Microsoft does need to be stopped. They're they're on the... But you know, once again... Amazon. I would delete it too. I'm not kidding. You You know I have like a huge... I despise social media so much. And and that's kind of what makes it hard for me like with this show and doing stuff here with like, you know, with with our podcast and stuff. Because I I like talking about these things and, and, and discussing them and like learning and understanding the topics and I equally hate it. The love hate relationship. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, 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 I get it, especially in the, in the social media front. Um, and since you, since we kicked off talking about Microsoft and, you know, as always we stab Microsoft in the side with our little, a little thumbtack here. Um, and, and it's not just, Throwing shade at them, like I said, there's a whole list oh, of tech companies shade. that have done this. <laughs> but Cisco, Amazon, like I said, Twitter, uh, and Google, they have all done it. And we're looking at a total between all these companies so far. And at the, this was at the time of CNBC's article coming out, which was a couple of days ago. So the number may double, or if not already double by the time this podcast comes out, 29 thousand workers according to data collected by the website layoffs.fyi jesus twenty nine thousand. and here's the kicker google did something that microsoft as far as we know didn't do google laid off people that they just promoted no one was safe when it came to google and they're twelve thousand. Did did they say why they're making these costs. Not yet. So, okay. The cuts. They haven't said why. <laughs> I can't talk today. <laughs> what? Someone listening is like, what? <laughs> they didn't say why. I mean, I guess they are cutting costs. They're are cutting, cutting costs. Yes. They're cutting costs. But they didn't say the criteria, like what criteria they were following for who's getting laid off. Dude, is it just me or the past few years? Um, and I think back as far as uh, when this kind of really started being noticeable when Activision Blizzard started rebuilding everything, restructuring mm-hmm. everything internally and firing people, rehiring people, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It feels like all of these tech companies are going through drastic changes and they don't feel stable for employment. They don't yeah. sound like safe options Not anymore. to work for. Not anymore. They used to be one of the safest, especially during the COVID bubble boom, because that's what I'm going to call it now, the Mm -hmm. bubble boom. And we talked about it. We said it's a big bubble. And we were wondering, is it eventually going to pop? And I think we all agreed that, yes, it was going to pop, but we just didn't know when. But like every bubble, it eventually pops. Do do you think these tech companies or the tech industry as a whole is. okay? so we'll back up for a second. There's been a lot of talk about a really, really bad recession. Some people are even going as far as saying that we might be going into a second Great Depression. Of course, that's always kind of exaggerated, like fears and kind of fear mongering. But the case in point is still the same. Do you think that 
this is a prelude to what we will be expecting in the economy in the near future because all of these tech industries are making so many drastic changes right now. And the, the media in general has been talking about the economy. Do you think that those go hand in hand, but nobody that is, I, I guess, so to speak, on the top wants to verbalize that issue and say that it is for a fact about to happen because that's even more money and more business that they'll lose. They don't want to lose even more. Um, I want to say, yes, I do feel like this is a prelude to a recession. I don't think it will be a, I don't think it's an unavoidable recession. I think it's a very, uh, I don't want to say structured, but planned out method. It's a planned out approach. What the end game is to put us in such a predicament. I don't know what what it is for why they're why it's being structured this way but if you follow the breadcrumbs everything is avoidable so the tech company just lost 7.4 trillion in a year 7.4 7.4 trillion dollars in a year and a lot of these companies still wanted to push ahead with products you have mark zuckerberg who still wants to invest in the metaverse you have microsoft that wants to do these major acquisitions google wants to constantly expand its its reach amazon this is a juggernaut in pretty much every media every platform and all of these platforms want to utilize cloud and other you know digital services one of the big ones being being cloud and there's another one i can't remember it off the top of my head and for some reason in this last year, these services have not been as beneficial, you know, as we're coming out of COVID or, you know, coming out, I, I put quotations around that coming out of COVID, the services that were secure, these jobs that were secure, things that we were expanding, all these companies needed more personnel. So they went and they hired more personnel. And these are jobs where, especially with Amazon, Google to, for a top tier engineer, they were making no less than like 100K. They had the money. Hey, 100K, bring on a top engineer. Boom. A really good engineer was making millions. And they had the money. They had the budget. And they were producing product. I feel if we go into any kind of recession, and the reason we're seeing it hit with the tech industry first is, one, the tech industry was very secure until recently. Um, and it benefited everyone. Because because of the tech industry and the advancements and the technology that was being made, almost every job except factory work, literal man, you know, made labor, machine, human labor, human labor, uh, you could work from home. It was not a far it's not far fetched schools from home, jobs from home, remote work became our new reality. Which, Everyone in some way benefited. Which is a you know it's a whole other conversation, but we proved that it not only is um, a healthier way of living via working from home if possible, and and just just really not having to be in the, the office mm -hmm. day in and day out um, is not only plausible but equally, if not more, beneficial for the economy. Yeah, yeah, because. Working from working from home, people spent less money in commuting. 
Um, so they have more money to spend on products that all these industries want us to buy anyway. Um, and, and I think, and, and a better worker is a happier worker, you know? Well, like, and I think the pushback against that comes from a position of control. If, if, if job, if work is being done equally at home versus, um, having to be in the office, if you can do the same thing you do at home versus being in the office, and it saves time. It saves money. The company doesn't have to buy products and equipment. You save money personally, and the job still gets done equally as well, if not better. Um, to me, that just the, the pushback comes from, well, it's a control thing. We want you to be in the office so we can feel like we control you versus if you're over there, we can't guarantee controlling you and keeping our eyes on you. I'll take it even a step further. I 100% agree with you on the control aspect. I I will take it a step and say it's even way more devious because there's one constant in all of these cases that your average person, it's not going to stand out. But people who know and they watch the market, that this word stands out to them. And in each of these situations with major layoffs, investors that word investors is involved with each one and i'm not talking to you me investors no 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 because you and i we don't we're not able to invest as much as the ones they're talking about they're talking about the people who this is their livelihood right their day people traders. who own 10 20 30 percent of stocks in said company mm -hmm. they're yeah. sitting on the board like what what happens with that company and and the changes that are made affects affects their uh like how much they make off their investments and how much exactly. they might lose. So you have to think you get investor A who's on the board. You know, we're not gonna know every investor's name. We know certain wealthy faces, but there's people that are more wealthy than the faces we know that have more power that you'll never see, you'll never be aware of. And let's say they give two billion dollars per company that they're invested in. Here's the two bill billion because I'm expecting five billion back. So company, let's say Microsoft, they take their two billion from their top tier investors, two billion each, right? And they get all this money and then let's say they do it enough, they didn't get their like, I don't know, like 10 billion. I'm just throwing numbers out there. They're not factual numbers. This is just so everyone can paint a picture in their head. So Microsoft takes this 10 billion from their handful of top tier investors, and then they go and they do something like acquire Activision Blizzard, which takes all of that money that those investors put in. However, they have not produced a product to give the investors not only their money back, but more because that's the agreement. We'll give you this money because you're going to give us my, our money back and then some. Then we'll give you more off the top of that money. We give you two mil, you give us four. We give you three, you give us six. It, it's, it's, it's a give and take. But then Microsoft has been doing these huge acquisitions. They go and they scoop up all this stuff. They're spending that money, but they haven't done anything to make that money back. So now the investors, even though I'm pretty sure that that's pocket change to them have grown very wary of the moves that these tech companies are making. They're expanding. And to do these big expansions, they need to hire. 
Well, who's paying them? Well, to you and I on the surface, it's Microsoft. But where's Microsoft getting the money? Microsoft's getting the money from consumers, but they're also getting it from investors. From investors. And if the investors don't feel like they're going to, if it's not worth it to them, they'll start pulling out. They'll start pulling out. Which I imagine is at least partially the case right now. Yeah. A lot of the investors are probably jumping ship after seeing these big purchases. They don't like where it's going. And they are probably so keen on not going below, which is, I get it. You don't want to go upside down in your investments. Nobody ever wants to do that. But at the same time, you know, for all this supply to be made, these demands to be met, they need the personnel. So the investors are probably at the board meeting saying, okay, well, why can't one person do the job of these four people? Why don't we just condense it and save money? Why spend a hundred K a year on five people, 500 K a year when we could condense it down to two or one and spend maybe 250 K. They don't know. We, they take what we say we'll pay them. Everyone wants to work for these companies. Who's going to shoot down that opportunity and where it sucks is. And you and I probably would fall into it too. We, you know, we haven't been in that situation, so it's easy for us to discuss, but if Google or Amazon or Microsoft or Apple comes to you and says, we like your work, we want to hire you, we're willing to pay you 500K a year. How many of us are going to go, mm, yeah, I don't know, that doesn't sound good. It, it sounds amazing. Exactly. So then they get you and they say, yeah, we'll pay you your 500K a year. In fact, we'll give you half up front, half at the other end of the year. All you got to do is produce product X for us. And you just sign these dotted lines, not realizing that some of that fine prints are NDAs. Hey, but if we decide you got to go, that's it. We'll give you a little something, a little severance, which all of them have similar severance packages. Like they kind of cover their people for like up to like six months. And then extra two weeks for every year. But that gets unstable. You worked at the company. It gets unstable. And no matter how much money you're making, consistency is important. Consistency Being stable is important. Yeah. And then even in the case where all these companies have these similar severance packages, you've got people that like left Twitter and said their whole package changed, even though it was supposed to be contractually obligated that those promises remained, but it, they're not being honored. In fact, they're getting less than what they were promised in the events of layoffs. Which, so which is no wonder even more people are leaving. And I would not be surprised if we start seeing a, a lot of lawsuits over the next few years. Now, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that earlier. I said, okay, you have 29,000 people that are through now to March to the rest of the year, well, 29,000 currently that are unemployed, more by the time March hits, because these layoffs are happening over months. How are there no lawsuits already? Because this is all happening simultaneously, back to back. You mean to say out of 29,000 Americans, nobody, and, and this is not even just Americans, they're laying off internationally in some of these. And nobody has stepped forward and said anything. And I think it's because they can't. Can, They can't per contract or they can't. Most of these jobs, you've signed a contract. 
But how many people have actually read the fine, fine print of the contract before they got that job, had a lawyer with them? And that's that's true. And I highly doubt most people when it comes to big jobs like like some of these, I'm sure are uh, hires a lawyer to help them go through that information before they sign Mm -hmm. the papers. Mm -hmm. And especially for severances, you know. They say for the media to keep everyone at ease, we'll offer our employees X, Y, and Z. But the catch is if your employees already signed when they first came on a specific contract saying that they forego this under these conditions due to this. And these guys, they pay for top lawyers. Most people do not understand legal jargon. Our our system in this country is so disgusting. Like it. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It makes my stomach churn because on one end, I, I understand business. You have a product, you're good at something, you have something to offer or, or a job to offer, uh, and then somebody agrees and it's a transaction. Of course, that makes sense to me. Absolutely. But it's, it's the deviousness behind it. It's the, it's the, I know nobody reads this 30 mm-hmm. pages of fine print. I know that I can screw these people over if I want to, and I will in order to save money and basically hurt other people at the expense, or I, I should say, build my business and and make my business more financially i guess uh lucrative and, po- and 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 profitable at the expense of other people's lives yeah without a hesitation without hesitation and that's there from the start mm-hmm. it's the people we can't see that you'll and, never and the people know. not being affected are the are the millionaires and billionaires these CEOs that run these companies it's a conversation I've had before. I've, I've said, you know, you always see it in the news, these rich, wealthy people, usually business owners. And it's always usually the business owners that they're like, they're getting taken to court or it's mentioned that they didn't pay taxes. And then we forget about it. And you find they still never pay taxes. And it's like, you, I, I want people to realize the reason they don't pay taxes is because we're paying the taxes for them. Our taxes is paying Thank their you. taxes. Think that same that same concept is why I don't donate to companies. Yeah. When, you know, like when you go to like you go through like a, a, a Walmart or whatever, and they're like, "Would mm-hmm. you like to donate for today's um um some dying of cancer?" And then they try to make you feel shitty about it. Yep. 
Yeah. And, and every time I'm like, no. And I like to say no out loud because I'm a fucking asshole. And I'm like, <laughs> I want, I'm, I have resolve and I mean what I say. No. And I've had people like, why, why don't you ever, because do you really think those donations are for that? I think part of it is part of it, but the bigger 5%. part of it is they use that money to pay their own taxes and use it as their, uh, as, as claiming that these are their own donations for their own tax write-offs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And unless they get super lazy and just circumvent and pay off whatever they need to pay. I off. don't donate like, through, I do not donate through third parties. No. And it's like years and you think about it and it's not like, Oh, they didn't pay taxes last year. It's like, Oh, they haven't paid taxes for like five to 10 years. And I'm like, did you never, why do you think they're a millionaire? A millionaire's whole goal. And I'm talking in the, definitely in the business aspect is to stay rich by any means necessary. And when they produce product that is in demand, their first focus is how do we produce this product for the least amount of cost? And then how can we sell it above what it actually costs to create and pocket the rest? So if they have the option, you just described healthcare, (laughs) but that's, that's basically, and it's basically what it is. If I can condense five people's job to one person and tell that person, you're going to do this job for under $20 an hour because I have this big company and everyone wants to work for me. So you're going to accept working for under $20 an hour, but I'm going to give you the task that could easily be split among five people. I'm going to do that because now I get to keep that extra money that I would have had to pay those other people. And I bring you in fresh. So you're not a senior person. You don't, you know, you don't know how things used to be. You know why? Because I already got rid of you. I laid you off. You gave me your money in a retirement pension. You invested in it, invested in it, invested in it. And then just when you're due for a promotion, just when I need to give you more of my money from my company, I realized, wait a minute, I got to pay you for the rest of your life. Well, what if you outlive me? I don't want that. You don't work for me anymore. You're not giving me product. You're not doing me any favor. Lay them off. But in this case, with Google, and this is my personal thought, they laid off people they had just promoted and they laid off people in their AI program. I said, what better way than to get the business where you want it before there's, because, you know, when your workers start talking, it spreads. So the best way to keep everyone happy, throw out some promotions, give a promotion here, get the product you want out of your top tier people. And then once it's in a spot where you feel confident that you can move it on to other people, another market, let them go. But you gave them a false promise before so they would produce for you. And by contract obligation, because of promotion, that's a whole new contract. They sign the contract. You see why eight. Now they're committed to producing your product because they're thinking they're set now. My retirement's going to be better. 
My paycheck's going to be better. My family's going to be better off. And the whole time that investor, that big person sitting there going, yeah, totally. Absolutely. They've already figured out. They already know your demise. They've planned it out long in advance. But we're always focused on the here and now. We're programmed this way. We can't help but think here, now, nine to five. That's the, that's the sense of security. And that goes back to the conversations we've had before that the American public school system is not designed to create intelligent, free-thinking people. It's designed to teach you how to shut up and do what you're told. Yep. Yep. Because think about it. You, you wake up, you're nine to five, and everyone thinks to be beneficial, successful, you got to have that nine to five, that grind. But look at the wealthiest people on this planet. That didn't finish school. Yep. Started businesses. Half of them don't even have a college which, degree. Which, no, you know, I, I, of, of course, a lot of these people, they did come up with brilliant ideas. Mm-hmm. They, they invented some amazing things, some very world-changing things. Mm-hmm. But it, it still holds the same that our country does not want you to be under the impression that you can go off on your own and create your own dreams and be successful through yourself. Look at the change. And this is all happening almost rapidly right before. Well, right during the time of all of these layoffs, they wanted to change the tax system. Fortunately, it's been postponed for another year, but it's inevitable now. I'm talking about the one that we, we, I, I brought mm-hmm. up to you about, a. PayPal, for instance, PayPal, for instance, how now you can't even select because and the reason I feel that took effect is because there were so many small businesses blossoming during the COVID era, benefiting from the increase in technological production, remote work, open people's eyes. People realize, why the heck am I helping you live your dream when I can literally build my own? And, I have and the create tools. communities where, where where you you can freely exchange money and invest in each other to build each other up. Yeah. And they yeah. shut that down. They shut that down because as long as you were under a certain threshold amount, it was non-taxable. The reason it was probably the way it was, that threshold originally was so high was because most people would not dream of starting a business because they didn't feel secure too many risks. We're programmed to be afraid to do that. And I always tell people, I'm like, look, I, I don't, if you're living your dream job and you're happy and it's providing for your family, a hundred percent, I get it. Not everyone can take that risk. So I don't want anyone thinking I'm bashing it, but I also want people that bash people that seem like they're living their you know best life. And they're like, Oh, you're not doing a nine to five. They probably have realized that we're all programmed to just march to the general tune. Anyone can start their business as long as you produce a product that people want in any form that that is. I always come to this as an example, but it's a perfect example. OnlyFans is proof of that. You produce a product of whatever it is, people will pay for it. (laughs) But what was happening was those creators business owners, store retail, anyone was making probably enough and they found ways to do so just under the threshold where it wasn't enough to be taxed 
or how they were, they were moving funds. And bigger businesses were starting to become afraid of that. Because how can you convince them to come back to your normal nine to five factory bullshit crap day to day when they were living their better life from home, their desk, roll from bed to the computer, they're at work. And, you know, like, no, no judgment for me. Like, I, again, like, I don't like social media. I don't, I'm not into the whole, like, making videos and talking about things and stuff like that. Like, I, I, social media just, it does not sit right with me to what it's done to society and how we communicate and treat each other. Mm-hmm. However, the, a lot of people picked up on the technology that has recently become available over the past few years. And of course they're going to exploit that and, and start their own businesses and do their own thing. And through these social media platforms and make good money doing it. I don't blame them. I I don't blame them. If I could do something that I enjoyed or that I, at least I tolerated much more than like going to work and, and working for somebody else, I would absolutely do that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of dots that I feel they might not be connected, but I, you know me, I'm always good at connecting. There's too many things happening that are too close to be a coincidence. Like coincidences happen. Multiple coincidences within a small time frame does not happen. Mathematically, it's it's not plausible. Because if I wanted to, you know, content creators, here's a good example: content creators making entertaining gaming content, you know, and they're trying to be the next big Twitch streamer, YouTuber. And a lot of people were just coming up from the surface during COVID. What would have been one great way to cripple them? Tax them. We just went through it. Tax them harder and remove a very crucial component. They all need, especially since most of them are PC gamers. Yeah. Graphics cards. Boom. Market was all of a sudden dry. And Microsoft made a contract to get first dibs on at least, I believe, 70% of the graphics cards made. Which didn't just hurt Sony and and the PlayStation 5s. It hurt other tech businesses significantly. Mm -hmm. And so not only did they attack prices, still haven't really gone down, like not not considerably back to where they should be. Yeah. And they won't because to get people back into their businesses, they said, raise prices, make shit so expensive that their small business isn't covering it anymore. Raise rent, raise the bills, raise the price of luxuries because the wealthy wound up having to shell out more money than they're used to. So now they want their return. That's why I say, if we go into a recession, it's not a recession. That's a, it's not this unavoidable thing. It's, it's a planned one because if we were going to hit it, I'm like, oh yeah, we're forecasting, we're forecasting it. We could just hit it. Like if it was this unforeseen thing, oh my gosh, we don't know what we're doing. No, everything is well within control. Humans raise the prices. Oh, well, we have to raise the prices because production and the cost of living. Well, why does the cost of living go up? Someone somewhere had to say, raise the price. Right. Why? Exactly. Why has why ha, why have prices continued to go up dramatically over the past few decades and pay has remained stagnant? And, they, well, and then, you know, people are the, brainwashed, man. And, you yeah. know, it's interesting. I, I just finished a, a book recently. Or I, I'm almost finished with it. 
uh, called the illusion progress. And it's the, it's basically, it's like the, the fairy tale of modern economics and capitalism. And it basically breaks down that, that we're all, we, that we really all have been brainwashed and a lot of it kind of re, I guess, uh, I guess verified a lot of like thoughts and theories I had about the whys and hows of the way things work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it really comes down to like what you were talking about. It's, it's all planned. It's all mm-hmm. planned to continue getting richer. And, and it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it's, it's not that far fetched. If you just sit down, think for yourself and try to put some things together. Mm-hmm. They, they're looming the recession as the scare tactic to get everyone back where they belong. Yeah. So people are closing up their businesses because they feel like they won't be able to keep it. And if everyone did stick to their guns, then they would push us into that recession, forcibly push us into it, which would force everyone. Because think about it. Everyone who stuck to their guns back in, I think, what was it? The last one was in the 20s, 1920s. I don't remember when the when was the last. The last recession was uh, 2008, 2008 through, I believe, 2012. Which really was a lot of people lost their homes that shouldn't have lost their homes. That shouldn't and have then, lost their home. And then shortly after those same homes, um, if, if, if you were able to buy homes after they were foreclosed, you got a stupid good deal on them. But those same homes after that recession went back on the market, sometimes at twice the price they even went for originally, which Mm -hmm. there is no reason for because the bank, (laughs) the, when you sell a house, the bank gets, you know, they get their money back somewhat and then Mm -hmm. they sell the house again at a higher price and then they get money from you because you're making payments plus interest plus equity plus all the shit that you put into it. And then that person moves, you sell the you give it back to the bank. They sell it again back at an even higher price. Like get the fuck out of here. The houses are supposed to be ex- as expensive as they, as they're portrayed to be. I'm getting yeah. mad thinking about this. <laughs> you can't tell. Like I'm about to go on a fucking rant and rabbit hole that we do not have time for. We know. Yeah. I, I hate we this. We get on the show. Some things get brought up. We get off track a little bit and not off track, but like we kind of like connect some things. The next thing you know, I just get heated. It's, it's, it's a messy thing. And so to, 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 yeah, to answer that question. Yeah. I feel that if we do wind up in another recession, it's a planned recession. It's a forced recession because there's, I mean, unless the planet is literally speaking and saying, Hey, you need to raise the prices for me to produce trees and shit, all the resources on me to be made. It's people in charge that say raise the price we the question to them needs to be why why are you you know raising the price and you always get those people that come in and they they know how to speak in a way that makes you think that oh yeah i guess that makes sense because you just don't understand kind of like how the last episode we talked about ign's articles on why we should basically be you know, we should feel happy and thankful that games that are games, more expensive, that game prices haven't gone up as much as they really yeah. should have. Yeah. Because we're comparing it to the past where today it would be the equivalent of because the value of money has changed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Even though the dollar does not go anywhere close as far as it did at the time. 
Yeah. It, but the articles are written really well to make sure that, that we feel that, you know, we should just be we should just be grateful. We should just march to the tune. We should just march to the tune. But that's all the time we've got for this episode. As you can tell, it was a full, full episode. A lot to unpack there. Definitely barely scratched the surface. So we definitely want to hear your guys' thoughts. What do you guys think what, what about the looming recession? Why the tech company, uh, all these tech companies are making the moves that they're making? And if you are involved, if you're one of these employees and you're able to talk about it or you're able to send an anonymous uh tip to the show we would we would love to know because we're on the outside and all we have is the information that's provided to us and piecing it together with a little bit of speculation sprinkled on top but this is a really big thing you know there's a lot of people that are out of jobs now it's a very serious issue um and i do feel like it needs to be discussed it needs to be addressed so anyway guys let us know your thoughts we definitely want to hear from you visit our website osn-media.com click on the show GZ Chop Shop and right at the very top you can submit a show note that we may play on a future episode and also if you enjoyed this week's episode subscribe to it turn on notifications so you know when we're putting out new episodes every Thursday and share with your friends if you think there's someone who loves our little tangents and conspiracy theories share with your friends and check out our Patreon page patreon.com forward slash OSN media to help support the show and get a lot of exclusive perks and promo codes tons of stuff and eventually some shout outs coming out on the show in the, in the near future so check it out anyway you guys have been amazing stay safe out there and we will catch all you wonderful people in the next episode Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Hitachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.